Hi. <clears throat> I'm Lone Candle, and Sam Harris is wrong about free will. Okay, our differences might just be semantic, but let's get into it. Sam says that everything is determined, meaning that the rules of physics are the rules of physics, and every piece of matter and energy at time A is located and moving the way that it is. And all this matter and energy follows the rules of the universe, so that what will happen in time B is inevitable. So, if we could know all the fine laws of the universe, and where everything in the universe is, and how it is moving, we could plot exactly what would happen 500 or 5 million years from now. This means your existence, everything you say, do, and think, is 100% predictable. How can you have free will in such a situation? You might want to throw quantum mechanics or some other form of randomness into the rules of the universe. And while this would make prediction harder, it doesn't help free will. Randomness isn't you choosing what you do, it is randomness. Adding probability to determinism doesn't make room for your decisions to change the world. I agree with Sam on determinism. At the Big Bang, everything that was going to happen was set into motion. It couldn't have happened any other way because the laws of the universe had already determined how things would develop. We can never make such predictions because we can't know where every piece of energy and matter is, but nevertheless, they exist and in the locations and motions that they are in at any point in time. The spark of life on Earth, the evolving of humans, your birth, your genetics, and all experience you ever gained. This was all determined by the laws of the universe. You had no control over that. The very structure of your brain was determined. You could have made previous choices that affect the current structure of your brain, but those choices were also determined. Sam Harris is into meditation. He claims that focusing on one's thoughts reveal that they just come to you. They arise. You don't actually choose them. Think of a city. Any city. Right now. Are you thinking of a city? Think of a city. Okay. Of all things you could do, simply thinking of a city should be one of the freest choices you ever make. But was it free? First, there are some cities you've never heard of. You weren't free to think of them. Second, there are some cities you've heard of but which just didn't come to mind. You didn't control that. And the ones that did enter your mind just entered outside of your volition. Now, of the cities that did come to mind, how did you choose between them? Was it really you or just some urge? There are studies showing that even when humans took an action without any awareness of it, when asked why they did it, they came up with answers they believed. This means we are good at convincing ourselves that we chose to do something when we really didn't. That about sums up Sam's argument. For more, he has podcasts, interviews, and a book on the subject. And I mostly agree with him. I agree that we are determined. I agree that many thoughts, urges, and even actions just happen without conscious control. 
It's clearly true that what will happen will happen, and this is determined by the location and movement of every piece of energy and matter, including the structure of our brains, and any randomness doesn't help free will. However, part of what determines what we do is the structure of our brain, and the structure of your brain is you. If your brain was structured differently, you would take different actions. Because the structure of our brain determines what we will do, that is us making decisions. Yes, all this is determined, but that just means our decisions are determined, not that we're not making them. Just because I know you so well, that I know what you're going to do, doesn't mean you didn't do that thing. It doesn't mean you didn't decide. It doesn't mean your brain didn't make a difference. If we put a different brain in there, a different action would have been taken. I think the crux of my differences with Sam is our conceptions of who you are. What is the essential human being? In Sam's argument, he acts like our fully conscious selves is all that we are. So, if that stream of thoughts that is always flowing through you didn't make the decision, then that isn't you making the decision. If one knows just a little bit about the brain, one can know that that is obviously wrong. Who we are isn't just the stream of consciousness, but the subconscious faculties that are always working to process information and produce feelings, urges, thoughts, and perceptions. The subconscious is an inherent part of who we are. And it doesn't make sense to separate it from our conscious thoughts when discussing ourselves. The psychological literature well supports the idea that the subconscious is an integral part to who we are as thinking, acting, and feeling beings. No doubt this is mysterious and can be uncomfortable, but it is what it is. Our conscious brains have little to no control over a major part of who we are. It's possible the subconscious fully determines all actions and thoughts. It may be that conscious thoughts are just how we experience our brains, but have no impact. They are just along for the ride, while the subconscious brain produces all thoughts and decisions. That just means the subconscious is us. We still have free will, we just need a realistic understanding of who we are. Sam would say that I'm changing the subject. He's talking about our conscious selves. My response is that free will doesn't deal with our conscious selves, it deals with us as we really are. If he wants to just talk about our purely conscious decisions, then he isn't talking about free will, but something else. It is on him for referring to free will wrongly. If the subject is free will, then the freedom we are talking about is that our brains, including the subconscious, determine what thoughts and actions we make. Now, Sam has said, what about the body's production of red blood cells and other actions your brain does to keep you alive? that you have no control over. We shouldn't consider this part of us. I agree. This is different than the subconscious that is directly connected to our conscious experience and decisions. I agree that not everything the brain does should be considered us. The question is, does this non-conscious brain activity directly affect the conscious? Is it determining or affecting how we feel or what we think? If not, if it is just producing red blood cells in the background, then it doesn't involve the entity that has free will. 
I'm happy to say we don't have free will about our blood cell production, but we do about the thoughts that enter our minds from the subconscious. One is part of the body control system, another is part of the thinking and decision system that is integrated with our conscious selves. If someone thinks we are only our stream of consciousness, they just misunderstand how human beings work. Now, it might be that my differences with Sam are actually too small to make a whole piece on. Oops. It may be that I'm critiquing how people may wrongly view the brain and what we are, while he is critiquing how people may think we have free will with our conscious brains. Sam often says he is simply responding to a popular view of free will, which he claims includes this naive version of ourselves. But he doesn't know that's how people view things. I haven't seen him offer good evidence of this. People with even a little learning of psychology, even through TV shows and movies, can understand that we have a subconscious that is an integral part of our decision-making and thinking. Everyone can view, through a little introspection, that some thoughts, urges, and ideas seem to just enter conscious thought. I think people get that there is more to us than simply the conscious stream. And if this is true, then Sam is just attacking a straw man of what people actually understand. And either way, if it isn't clear what people believe, then let's talk about free will with an accurate understanding of human beings, not a version Sam knows is misleading. Sam says he hears people make bad arguments about free will, and he concludes that people assume they have full conscious control of their actions, but they may just be confused about determinism. Sam likes to say that the free will he is talking about is the common conception that in a given situation, you could have done otherwise. He claims this is wrong because your actions are determined. I think he gets the idea of could have done otherwise wrong. Sam would agree that if your brain was a little different that day, whether because you woke up on a different side of the bed, you've been thinking hard about changing yourself, or because you actually had another person's brain, you could have made a different decision. To say you could have done otherwise isn't to say that if all brain molecules and energies were in the exact same spot, you could have done something else. It is to say you could have decided to do something else, or you could have acted differently. Of course, for you to act differently, your brain would have to be slightly different. You would have needed to be more focused or stepped back and thought about a decision better or just have a missing neuron firing properly. What we mean by you could have done differently is you, as the same essential you, had the capabilities of doing differently. If you did it again, now mindful of your past mistake, you could do better. No one means that if we put all our molecules and energies in the exact same spot, we could have done something different. We mean we, as our essential selves, had the capabilities to do differently and just failed in that instance. I think this is a case where Sam is just getting the common perception wrong by reifying it to be too technical. When people don't literally mean I could have done differently if every piece of my brain was in the exact same position as it was when I took a certain action. Sam argues that his point is important because it can change our view of punishment. The most obvious implication is how we administer justice. If it is simply the structure of our brains that determine what we will do, and that was determined by the laws of the universe, then does it make sense to have retribution? He's not saying that the desire for vengeance isn't natural. 
But just because something naturally arises doesn't mean we should act upon it. It doesn't mean it is good. If people are the way they are as biological creatures, it doesn't make sense to punish them for the sake of punishment. They don't deserve pain, lack of freedom, or some other penalty. They can't help that they got shitty genes in a bad environment. They may have made bad previous decisions that led them down this path, but those decisions were predetermined too. Even with our free will differences, I think Sam is 100% right on this. We should never harm another human for purposes of retribution. We should have empathy and compassion for them. If we were put into their life, molecule for molecule, meaning we had their brain and all their environmental factors, we would have taken the exact same actions. Now, this doesn't mean I'm not for penalties, but the purpose of the penalties should be prevention of harm. There's no point in taking revenge. We should understand and forgive. However, there is great harm to society if people can steal, murder, etc. without penalty. Our penalty should focus on stopping the person from repeating and deterring both that person and others. Putting someone in jail, or maybe house arrest, literally stops them from taking a negative action in society again. A variety of penalties may make them decide to not repeat, and will make some others decide to obey the law to avoid those penalties. This is all appropriate and necessary. But, we shouldn't have any additional punishment for the sake of retribution, or because they deserve it. Yes, we have free will because the structures of our brains do determine what actions we take. That is us making a decision. But that structure of our brain was determined by genetic and environmental factors. It all was determined by the rules of the universe millions of years ago. Even previous bad decisions were determined. Randomness makes prediction harder, but in no way changes that we can't help that we have bad brains that make horrible decisions. Whether or not we say that is a lack of free will, it should help us realize the wrongness of retributional punishment and have compassion for those of us that do wrong. That we are determined also shouldn't lead us to fatalism, as Sam says. As I would say, our will is determined, but is still our will. The decisions the structure of your brain comes to, that you come to, still matter. Just because someone with infinite knowledge of the universe can know what decision you will come to, doesn't mean you don't come to it. Just because someone understands the mental processes that produce your decision, doesn't mean that those mental processes are not producing those decisions. And our decisions still have an effect on the world and yourself. Your decisions and thoughts in time A can affect your decisions and thoughts in time B. So understanding determinism doesn't have any practical implication to what you should do in training yourself to be a better person. You really do have free will. Your decisions matter. You can still benefit and injure people. The worst practical problem with the way Sam describes things is that people may despair at having no free will or use it as an excuse to act badly. I believe it is more accurate and has better social effects to say, you do have free will, you make your decisions, 
You can be held responsible for those decisions for the purpose of harm prevention and rewarding good behaviors. But who you are includes your subconscious that does a hell of a lot of mental work in determining what you feel, think, and do. And yes, all this is determined. Let's critique people's potentially wrong views on the nature of themselves and their brains rather than take a false conception of ourselves and argue that that doesn't have free will. I'm Lone Candle. Like me. Comment me. Love me.